Welcome to this series of Bible lessons on the New Testament. In these 42 lessons, we will teach the history of the Lord Jesus as delivered to us in the four Gospels. We will start with the days that led up to Christ's humble birth in Bethlehem. We will then look at his blessed ministry, his suffering, his death, and resurrection. His humble life on earth concludes with his ascension, and after this, the blessed outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Lastly, we will teach the calling and ministry of the greatest evangelist that ever lived, Paul the Apostle. These last lessons are taught from the book of Acts and include Paul's missionary journeys. Be sure to use the lesson guide with questions and knowledge exercises presented with these lectures. We hope these lessons are a blessing to you. Thank you. In Lesson 3 of our Bible study on the life and the ministry of Christ, we wish to focus on the birth of the Lord Jesus. In this lesson as well, there are two parts. In part one, we will focus on the announcement, which you may find in Luke 1, verses 26 through 56. Then in part two, we focus on the birth of Jesus, as we find it recorded in Luke 2, verses 1 through 20. So first, we turn to Luke 1, verse 26 through 56. And there we see the announcement of Christ's birth. In our thoughts, we go to a little village called Nazareth in Galilee. And then we go to the home of Mary. Who is Mary? Mary is a young woman. She is a virgin of the house of David. She is espoused, or we would say engaged, to Joseph. And it is now six months after the angel Gabriel has been to Zacharias in the temple, that this same angel now appears to Mary. We can well imagine that Mary's heart is filled with fear when she hears this angel's salutation, because Gabriel says, Blessed art thou among women, highly favored of the Lord. Mary does not understand what this could mean. But the angel goes on and says, For you will conceive and bear a son, and thou, you will call his name Jesus, which means Savior. He will be called the Son of the Highest, and he will sit upon the throne of David, and his kingdom will be forever. Oh, that is beyond understanding for Mary. But Mary does not ask a question in doubt, but Mary asks a question of explanation. She says, how shall this be? How will this happen, come to pass? And then the angel says, 
that she will be with child of the Holy Ghost. The power of the highest will come upon her and she will conceive. And this child then will not be the son of man, but it will be the son of God. So Mary could believe this. And we hear that also in her confession, because then she says to the angel, be it unto me according to thy word. Oh, she may lay her life in God's hand that the Lord may do with her as he pleases. And then the angel adds a sign to it. The angel says to Mary, your cousin Elizabeth is also with child, even in her old age. And when the angel then departs, then Mary immediately travels to Judea. She makes that long journey to visit Elizabeth. Oh, who else could understand what has happened to her like Elizabeth, where the Lord has just performed a miracle in her life as well? And so we travel with Mary to Judea, where she then enters the home of Elizabeth. And then Elizabeth salutes her and says, and calls Mary blessed among women. And she says, how is this that the mother of my Lord has come to visit me? And then she tells Mary that when Mary entered her home, then that babe within her leapt of joy. Oh, that raises a question. Did John the Baptist already know Jesus? Yes. Many people ask, when does the soul come into a child? Well, then here we have a very clear example that John the Baptist is not yet born, but truly has a soul that is already saved. He already leaps for joy when the Lord Jesus enters in the home, in the womb of Mary. And then Mary begins to magnify the Lord uh, for the wonders that he has done, that he has done great things, and that his name is glorified. Mary remains with Elizabeth for three months, and then she travels home. And then we come to part two of our lesson in Luke 2, verses 1 through 20 the birth of the Lord Jesus. We would suppose that Joseph and Mary knew the scriptures and that they knew the prophecy that Jesus Christ would be born in Bethlehem. Yet we do not see them preparing things to go to Jerusalem for the birth of Jesus. No, they may also leave this in God's hand that God may direct them how he wills. And then we see how God directs all events to fulfill his counsel according to his purpose. 
because at that time, then we may believe the Lord places it in the heart of Caesar Augustus to issue a law that all the people of his territory and empire must be taxed, we would say must be counted. And then in order for this counting, then he says they must all go back to the home of their ancestors. And Joseph and Mary are of the house of David. Therefore, they now must travel to Bethlehem uh, for the taxing. And then we see them prepare the way and go uh, to Bethlehem. Mary is very close to having a baby, a child. It is the time for his birth. And so they come to Bethlehem and they go to the inn and they ask if there is room for them in the inn. And then we hear the innkeeper say, no, there is no room. We wonder, was there no room? It is possible because the house of David is large. Many people will have traveled to Bethlehem. And so the inn may have been full. Or that the innkeeper looked at Joseph and Mary and thought they are poor. He saw that Mary was great with child and he thought, no, no, I would rather have rich people. Whatever it is, it does tell us there was no room for them in the inn. And so there is no room for the Lord Jesus upon this earth, not in your heart or in my heart by nature, because we are full of this world. But where must they go then? Well, they finally find a place to stay in a stable where the animals usually are. And there, that evening, that night, in that stable, the child is born. The Lord Jesus is born. He is wrapped in swaddling clothes and he is laid in a manger. Oh, that wonder, the humble birth of the Lord Jesus Christ that he came from heaven as the Son of God, that he was willing to be born in a stable, to be laid in a manger. But now, God also sends an angel to the shepherds in the field. These shepherds are also a people uh, that have been waiting, wondering, when will the Lord Jesus ever come? Oh, those prophecies have been so long coming. And suddenly an angel from heaven appears. And that angel has a message for them. And that says, we have a good tidings, a message of good tidings for you. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Oh, did you hear that message? May that also be the message that comes to your heart and to mine. It is so personal, for unto you is born. Shepherds, you, 
for your this Savior has been born. And this shall be a sign you will find him wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there is a multitude of angels uh, that have come and surrounded them, and they begin to sing that glorious song, Glory to God in the highest, on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Oh, think of it. Glory to God in the highest. Jesus Christ came upon earth to bring glory to God in the highest. Then on earth peace. Jesus came to bring peace. No, not peace between nations. He didn't come to end the wars. But no, he came to bring peace in the hearts of his people. Peace with God. And then, goodwill toward men. It is all God's good pleasure that he has given his Son as a Savior, as that mediator between God and man. No, God does not do it first for you or for me, but he does it for himself. His honor, his good pleasure will be fulfilled. And then the angels leave. <clears throat> oh, the shepherds say one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem, and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And then we see that by faith they leave their sheep behind in God's hand, and they travel to Bethlehem with haste. Oh, they want to see that which the Lord has made known to them. Their heart is filled with faith in that message. And then they find Joseph and Mary and the babe, Jesus, lying in the manger. Oh, they worship him. And they are not quiet about this wonder. No, when these shepherds now leave, they tell everyone along the way of the wonder, of the message that the Savior is born in the city of David. But no one goes to see. No one is interested. But the shepherds may return glorifying God. Now you may still have a question why did Jesus come upon earth? Why was he born as a human being? Well, Jesus is a mediator. He must pay the price for the sin of the people. He must be very God and truly man. So he left his throne of glory and he came to become a man. In all things the same as you and me, except without sin. Oh, when we conclude our message, then we would again ask the question, Have you ever received and heard that personal message? Has it ever been unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior 
which is Christ the Lord. That would be the greatest blessing 